ecosystem, the culture that we've kind of established in North America and the, um, the excitement we've had around digital advertising has eroded away the importance of relationships. We have somehow forgotten how important the customer relationship is. And the irony of all this, Kurt, and we're going to talk about this in your show, is that that is the secret sauce against you know things like Amazon. That is the secret sauce. When you buy a product from Amazon, on Amazon, you're buying it from Amazon. They own the customer support. They own the logistics. That's There's nothing magic about that. There's nothing special about that. When I buy um, something from a, a small business owner, uh, whether it's a leather good, whether I, there's a guy who sells dad hoodies who just gifted me a hoodie for, the, for my son, whether it's a blanket, whether it's something, I know it's coming from them and that they care about me and they earn my brand loyalty. I don't care about price as much. I'm going back because of them. That is what makes and that brick and mortar and that family business thing so special in work. And that's also our cold open. I hit record 60 seconds ago and that was that was perfect. I'm going to jump into it. Hello and welcome back to the unofficial Shopify podcast recording from EtherCycle HQ in Skokie, Illinois. I'm your host, Kurt Elster. And today we're going to talk about a exciting new feature coming from Shopify. It is absolutely a game changer, but it is part of a much larger, broader strategic initiative that can is going to be the difference between... Uh, success and just surviving in your e-commerce business. So in the, over the last four years, I have developed a mantra that we've heard on the show many times. It is people buy from people, not brands. And that's because I believe that commerce, e-commerce, business, life in general is much better when you treat things as relationship building exercises, right? Uh, and we always use the the dating analogy that you don't just your pickup line is not will you marry me right you build these these one on one relationships and what marketing automation in the last several years has done is allow us to have one to many conversations where we're able to get into you know this podcast goes will be listened to by thousands of people and I will send out an email that'll go to thousands of people and we'll post it in a Facebook group with thousands of people but what happens after that. When people start commenting on that post, when they start replying to the email, those are then become one-to-one conversations. And that's where things start to get exciting, is we're able to, uh, through conversational commerce, that's the topic of today's show, we're able to extend those relationships in a new and very exciting way. And to do that, joining me today is a man who is may know more about this than anyone else on the planet, but without a doubt is more passionate and devoted to it than anyone else on the planet. Mr. Michael Perry, who's brought you Kit, Ping, and some other wonderful features to Shopify. You've heard him on this show before. MP, thank you for joining us. Kurt, thank you so much for having me. It's always an honor to get to spend time with you. What, uh, what's got you all, all hot and bothered today? What are we talking about? Yeah, so, um, you know, for the last, actually the last couple of years, we've been kind of seeing uh, a trend kind of reemerge and we've kind of really doubled down in, in wanting to help, help entrepreneurs kind of compete in this ultra competitive world that you know we have going on today with direct to consumer brands, small business owners becoming uh, huge players in the entrepreneurial world, and that is something that back in 2016, 2015 became popular, and that is conversational commerce and this idea of using messaging products uh, to sell your to sell your business to sell to your customers. And it's kind of gone a little bit quiet in North America while it's obviously blossomed in places like India and China, the Southeast, Brazil. And 
uh, we've been working incredibly hard uh, with Apple specifically uh, to offer Apple Business Chat to all of our entrepreneurs on Shopify. Uh, we've been working on this for well over a year from an R&D perspective. Uh, we're the first company in the world that's going to be able to offer Apple Business Chat directly to small business owners at scale. And we think that this is a humongous, pivotal moment. Um, that directionally we are going to see um, increasingly valuable for our small business owners to have that direct relationship with their customer base. And there's no, uh, there's not a more personal or important place for a business owner to have a relationship with their customer in the year 2019, 2020, and 2021 than directly with their iPhone and, and iMessage. So we feel super excited about this and um, I'm excited to be here today to talk more about where we think the future is going with it. Let's, and to a to demonstrate how just how personal a medium this is so you could visualize yep. the and, and feel the impact that this could have for a a brand relationship how would just picture this how would any of you feel if all of the the chats just on your phone right now were to become published right you horrifying right because right. it is such a personal medium that is how people communicate in the year 2019 this is how they're building relationships this is how friendships are maintained so now imagine that as a brand you can be part of that that it's same channel that same experience but tell me um, i think you, you buried the lead there apple business chat what is it because i only played with it recently yeah, so Apple Business Chat um, is something that, you know, again, we are incredibly excited about. It's Apple's play in allowing for businesses to directly talk to their customers. Uh, historically, up until their relationship with Shopify, Apple Business Chat has been exclusively available for Fortune 500 companies, uh, companies like Home Depot, uh, Hilton Hotels, 1-800-Flowers, uh, big brands, uh, you're able to go directly to their website. Uh, you know, if you're on Safari and there's uh, typically a, a messaging icon a bubble that you can click on. And what happens is that that carries the conversation over from wherever you kind of uh, intersected with that business, whether it was their online store, maps, uh, or, or discovery, and it instantly moves you into a, a conversation thread in iMessage uh, that's branded. So it actually feels like you're talking directly to the business. It doesn't feel like you're talking specifically to like a, a human, I'm sorry, like a, a, a friend. It has its own kind of unique branding. And the business can actually send over products conversationally. Um, the business can actually send over checkout links that you can actually pay inside the conversation with Apple Pay. I mean, we are expecting for people to check out directly with their face inside of a conversation. And the more important thing is, is that that conversation, just like all of our other conversations, continues to live inside your inbox, right? So the same way I talk to my mom uh, by iMessage, and she's in there with my mom and my dad and my wife and my friends, and now this business is in my inbox as well. And I can continue to revisit that conversation and have an established relationship with that business long after the time they left my online store. Um, and so we really do deeply believe that this is going to be a permanent gateway because of the, the importance Apple plays in our lives as a personal device to solidify and cement these very personal relationships between uh, our entrepreneurs and our customers. And so I walked through an example of this, real-life example recently. I went to 1-800-Flowers website. I clicked the, um, the support or there's like a chat icon. I clicked it, and as soon as you do it, iMessages opens with uh, a conversation. It's similar to like what you see with like Facebook with a chatbot in Facebook Messenger, but it just seamlessly immediately opens right in iMessages. But then the cool part is it was branded where it had the one eight hundred flowers like purple logo. That the purple brand color was the at the top bar. Um, I think it had their logo in there, and immediately 
I'm just in a conversation with a customer service rep. He's like, hey, how can I help? And I said, oh, I was wondering what happened to my order. You know, I just wanted to see what it did. It, it was very natural, like having a a um, a proper conversation, but then it's separated out. Like it's got their branding right there in iMessages. It is just very seamless and cool. But you're telling me it goes further than that. So if I said, hey, I need help with this order, they could just send me a link and I could buy it? That's right. That's what we've worked on for our entrepreneurs um, you can ask a question about a product. We actually built it directly in our keyboard that you can pull all of your products from your um, from your from your store. Send the product link over conversationally, and it's attached with an Apple Pay, uh, so you can actually right inside the conversation check out. You don't even have to leave the conversation. So this is some uh, incredibly innovative stuff we've been working on. Um, it's the purest form of conversational commerce that's ever existed because you don't have to leave the conversation to go back to online store. Um, you know, for the, for your listening base who want to try some of this out, um, you can actually go to maps, you can search Apple. And when you click on the pin from maps, a messaging bubble will pop up and you can immediately start talking to Apple. If you're in the United States of America directly through Apple business chat. So it, it's available <laughs> now in a lot of ways, and we're going to be the first company to bring it at scale. You know, we've seen this kind of ongoing trend, these interesting patterns over the last 20, 30 years. And when, you know, the online world really kind of came full web 2.0, early 2000s, buying online, early versions of Shopify, we kind of really got excited, you know, social networking, we kind of got excited about this um, living in isolation, uh, still having connectivity, but not really interacting in the same natural way that we've interacted for hundreds of thousands of years. And I think what's really exciting about this is that, um, this is the first time that we've actually truly taken conversational commerce is the purest form of what's happening in the physical world, walking into a store where you have a relationship with that merchant, whether it's a bodega, your leather goods store, uh, a retail clothing, a coffee shop where they know who Kurt is, they know who MP is. And we can now actually digitally at scale move that over uh, to the online world by way of things like Apple business chat integration, things with WhatsApp, things with Messenger where you can still have that very over-the-counter experience that you've never had before at a one-to-one at infinity. And we are incredibly excited about this because we think that this is going to be a moat for our small businesses, our entrepreneurs, our big D2C brands um, to really permanently own their customer and, and to further that relationship down the line. Right. The start of the show in the cold open, you said, hey, what Amazon offers is convenience. If you are just existing in that universe very much your business is a um, a vending machine. And how are you going to build a moat around it? How are you going to protect it? And extraordinary customer service, personal relationships are 100% one of the ways to do it. And that's going to be one of those things that, that Amazon and other big retailers can't take away from you. Well, I think what's interesting is that, you know, we live in an experience-based world, right? And I think when you talk to a lot of younger generations, um, they don't want items as much as more as they want experiences, and I think that what's interesting about where online is going is that the experience is going to matter greatly. And I haven't really seen um, like really wonderful human-like experiences online. And I think that this is a, is a brand loyalty step that has not always existed. And I think that that's what's really important is that we so oftentimes are coaching people on how do you optimize your store? How do you optimize your ad set? How do you optimize your funnel? How do you, you know, improve your content? How the question is how the, how the fuck do you improve the relationship, <laughs> right? How do you improve the relationship? How do you improve your ability to care? How do you care about not one person but hundreds of people? And I think that what we've done 
is actually for the first time ever with the sophistication of ping and the intelligence of the inbox and allowing for things like Apple Business Chat to exist inside of ping as well as Facebook Messenger to exist inside of ping, is that we're actually allowing for our entrepreneurs to create the richest experience possible for their customer base at a scale that has never been done before. And I just, I deeply, deeply believe this, that this is going to be really disruptive over the next two to three years. Why do you think it's going to be disruptive? Because I think that everyone is operating under the current set of how a marketing funnel should work, right? And that is do something to build the top of the funnel, create high levels of lead generation, uh, improve your targeting. Uh, then you eventually will do some sort of retargeting campaign. They'll eventually convert. You'll eventually then follow that customer journey through email marketing, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And you hope that somewhere between the top of that funnel and that, that bow tie funnel, you improve your personalization. I deeply believe that what's going to matter is when you start replacing um, dynamic product ads, which essentially acts as a retargeting safety net to convert them on a second go around, that when we see that merchants start a customer conversation, um, when a customer has a conversation with our merchant, they have a higher frequency and a higher likelihood of converting on spot. It's fascinating. And mm. I think what happened is what happens, Kurt, in two years from now, when you come to my store, we have a conversation and then moves over to an ABC conversation, Apple business chat conversation. That's where the relationship exists. Now you're not going to email market to me. You're going to send me a message on Apple Business Chat in three months to say, hey, Michael, uh, you got that leather uh, watch band. Just wanted to let you know we have a black leather version of that as well now. Here's a 10% discount code for being a repeat buyer. What happens when uh, that's where the relationship exists? How does that change the, the long-term strategy and funnel? And when those customers now... Uh, have a preference point between iMessage or have a preference point between WhatsApp or have a preference point between Facebook Messenger or have a preference point between email, like that's going to reshape your engagement and that's going to reshape the relationship. And that's going to reshape the way that the top of the funnel works because uh, messaging is going to become such a higher expectation in the future, right? We see that the top three largest messaging clients uh, are bigger than the top three largest social networks. And what are the, what are the top three messaging clients? Uh, Facebook Messenger, WhatsApp, and uh, WeChat, their monthly activity is bigger than Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. Whoa. So we already know where people are spending more and more of their time. So there's so much things that are happening that people aren't paying attention to that are going to drastically impact where we intersect and meet our customers in the future. And more importantly, the importance of, of managing that relationship and how we communicate with them in the future is going to drastically change. So for people who are on the fence about this, or maybe even they're rolling their eyes at this because they personally don't uh, use chat apps. Let you, we, you started to make a, a little bit of a, a data-driven case for this about why it's important to talk to your customers. You said, like, look, this is the where people are spending their time on their phone, on their apps now. Do you have any more, any more stats, any more data, anything else you could throw at us about why we can't ignore this? Uh, from the research that we've looked at, 70% of people uh, prefer to choose a message us button over a call us button. Hmm. 79 customers are more loyal to brands that are easy to contact. So like we see all the important st um, statistics. I think Intercom actually released a statistic one time that merchants are four times more likely to make a purchase. I'm sorry, customers are four times more likely to make a purchase if there is a chat, uh, a conversation that takes place. So like we're already seeing this seated uh, globally. Uh, now we're going to see no company can create change bigger than Apple. And now Apple is making this humongous push on Apple Business Chat at scale, where we're going to become accustomed to having conversations with our favorite brands directly inside of iMessage. 
Hmm. This is not something that should be ignored. Well, this could be something that is going to have a humongous change in how we expect for our entrepreneurs to engage in relationship building to the future. From my experience, I mean, absolutely. Number one, you are providing a much, a really streamlined, optimized, perfect customer support experience. Number one, and it, it's easier to handle and scale for your own business. And number two, uh, from a conversion rate optimization, when we're looking to optimize the site, one of the the absolute first thing I want to know is it's not like oh let's change the button colors. It's why aren't people buying? What are the unmet objections? And one of the ways we mine for that is hey, give me the logs from your live chat. I want to see what questions people are asking because we know those people who do the live chat they're way more like if they. Ask a question and get an answer are significantly more likely to buy. So what is in practice, like how do you envision this impacting and looking and working for the the average Shopify merchant? What's what's all this mean for them? Yeah, so I think that you you, you hit the nail on the head, right? Like so many times I've gone to an online store um, because, you know, part of my job is just to kind of put myself in the consumer experience and I can't find the information that I need. And so I leave. If there's an opportunity to talk to somebody and say, hey, do you ship to the United States of America? Your Canadian business, do you ship to USA? It doesn't show anywhere on your website that you ship globally. That, that just saved the sale. By having a conversation with somebody, uh, you're a very savvy guy. If someone started asking you conversations about shipping, why would you not in that moment, if we built the intelligence and tooling, which we have inside of Ping, to say, hey, I'd like to give you a discount code for free shipping while you're here. How much influence is that moment of offering free shipping going to have on someone who's asking a question about global shipping on a product they want to buy? Oh, huge. You have, they have told you, I, essentially, by opening the chat and asking that question, they have raised their hand and said, I want to buy from you, but this is the thing that's stopping me. Help. I mean, they're asking you to sell them. Exactly. And so what does that allow for our entrepreneurs to do? That allows them to respond in the most agile, real-time way imaginable because if someone walked into your brick and mortar business and asked you that exact same question over the counter that's probably likely how you'd handle the situation or if somebody asked you about a size that you no longer had you'd say hey can i order one for you and offer you a discount while you wait so the opportunity to respond in real time around someone's needs uh, is going to increase conversion and also not only increase conversion but saved missed opportunities save sales Right, because I think what happens oftentimes, I go somewhere and something is sold out. I love Hundiki because I, I'm a big watch guy, as, as you probably know. They have things on their site where it says, "Hey, join the wait list when this watch comes back in stock. Join the wait list when this uh, watch traveling case comes back in stock." And they've gotten me a couple times on joining the wait list for products. And I, I think that they're a very interesting use case because they're selling a luxury good online, and we all know how, how challenging that is. Now. For a lot of our businesses who are selling $50 t-shirts, $25 bags, whatever it may be, that's a, that's a commodity that can be found on a quick search. It's not insanely unique. Now, if somebody said that there's a chat icon there and it showed that a medium was sold out and I was able to ask them a question about that, there's an opportunity to do something very special that could save that sale. And what we're doing with Ping and some of the tooling we're doing in the keyboard and some of the data-driven recommendations we can make conversationally is going to be such a step above everybody else that it's going to give our entrepreneurs a superpower to give the, uh, the best customer experience as possible that you'd be willing to wait for that shirt, you'd be willing to pay a premium on shipping because the relationship is happening in real time and it is a good shopping experience. How many times have you walked into a brick-and-mortar business, Kurt, 
where the experience was shitty and you just walked out of that. Uh, many. And it's not like you, you're like, well, it was a bad day for them. I'll come back. When you have an experience like that, you're not going back. It's over. You're not going back. So what's so different about that versus going to an online store, feeling frustrated, not getting your questions answered, poorly navigating, what is the likelihood you're going to come back and buy? It's probably very small. So d- dynamic product ads and all that stuff doesn't matter anymore. But what happens when you walk into that store and someone greets you, offers you a water, ha- asks if they can answer you questions? Even if they don't have something that you want, you're going to go back because you had a good experience. Yes, they started building that, that relationship right. That is what chat is going to be for online stores. That's how important it's going to be is because it is the experience-based shopping that has not existed historically through online commerce, it is getting back to the roots, and it's going to allow for entrepreneurs to establish that relationship and unity that creates repeat buying. So this it sounds awesome, but Shopify has so many varied merchants on here, right? Like yeah. we work with and love uh, Hoonigan, but they're totally different in audience and approach and everything than uh, Vivian Liu, who does a wonderful job sh- selling shoe insoles on Home Shopping Network, right? So what kind of merchant is this a good fit for? Who's going to benefit from this? Who should be looking at it? So I think that that's a super great point. We're super fortunate at Shopify. We have over 800,000 entrepreneurs who trust us with their business. Uh, interesting problem that not every business is the same and not every business has the same needs. The interesting thing is, though, every business should care about their customers. Every business. I don't care if you're selling $50,000 diamond rings online or $5 shoe insoles, uh, inserts. Nothing matters more than the customer. And so I think to some extent, this will be a great vehicle for sales, but for some extent, um, this is going to be a great uh, vehicle for relationship building, and this is going to be a great vehicle for customer support. Every business should want to elevate how they handle their customer base. Every business should elevate how they want to establish that relationship. So I might be biased because I'm the person running the show here for uh, Shopify ping and um, pushing this Apple business chat narrative. But as someone who grew up in brick and mortar businesses and was helping people on the other side of the counter at 10 years of age and someone who stood on a car lot and sold cars for seven years and someone who has flown around like yourself and met with my customers and done the only commonality, regardless of what business I was in, was that the customer matters. The customer is my oxygen tank. I love that line. The customer is my oxygen tank. I remember that. So, all right, I've sold on it. I want to use it. What's it going to cost me? Uh, so the beautiful thing is that this is free for anyone that's on Shopify. So um, what? Shopify ping is free to download. It's a part of your plan. And Apple Business Chat um, is also free to use as is the integration with Facebook Messenger is free to use. Um, So there is no cost associated with it. Um, This is an investment we're making as a company because we think it is an important pillar for us to develop for the success of entrepreneurship. Uh, Our commitment to deepen that moat, uh, our commitment to helping entrepreneurs establish their relationship with their customers and to own that customer relationship, um, we are not charging people for this. And I don't have to pay anything to Apple to use the business chat. I'm just... It, this just works. It's just part of my Shopify plan. It's just part of your Shopify plan. So it, it's free monetarily, but what about the time investment? People may be saying, like, yeah, but who's got time to talk to customers? And I heard you mentioned, like, oh, we've got this uh, custom keyboard, and I know ping is very powerful. How are you going to make this easier on me? Yeah, so that's a great question. So a couple things. One is, you know, we're doing everything we can, Kurt, to put our entrepreneurs in the driver's seat to essentially focus on two things. One is their products and one is their customers. 
Um, so obviously Kit is directly built into Ping. We have dozens of new skills being worked on right now. Um, and we have a huge thing about that going on at Unite this coming year again. So of course, we hope that people continue to use Kit, which you know over 100,000 of our businesses are trusting us with that, uh, to further and own more of the business uh, operational things for them, uh, which should free up more time for them to focus on their products and focus on their customers. The second piece of it being is that we are working very hard over here at Shopify um, you know, really trying to uh, put our best foot forward to build a very intelligent inbox that is going to be very unique, very special on how it helps our uh, entrepreneurs uh, understand and prioritize their customer conversations. And uh, I'll probably have to come back on your show to talk to you a little bit more about that in the coming months. But um, we're doing everything that we can from a conversational management perspective for it to not feel overwhelming. Uh, we've done the things to bring Shopify's most powerful features like discounts and products and soon return labels directly into the keyboard so you can access them directly inside the conversation so you don't have to be bouncing around all over the place to find um, important things to, to talk to your customers about. And so we've made the setup as easy as toggling a button. Like literally you toggle a button to turn Apple Business Chat on and there's a very small like setup of uh, could take maybe two minutes uh, to get going. And then immediately you can start having co uh, customer conversations directly inside of Ping. So in, when you talk about inbox and talk about, you know, oh, it's a, a toggle, this we're all talking about uh, Shopify Ping, the, the app. Shopify Ping, yep. Inside of Shopify Ping, that's how you will turn on Apple Business Chat, and that's where you will receive messages from your customers. And obviously this is an iOS app. It's an iOS app, yes. Can I manage my Apple Business Chat anywhere else? Do I have to be on Ping on my phone, or are there other places I can manage it? I really don't know. Yeah, you currently have to be on Ping on your phone. Um, you know, we have lofty goals for Ping in terms of how we want to kind of go multi-device and all that. Um, but Ping will be the central hub, not just for conversational commerce, but I want to say for conversational uh, like business, like operating your business at a conversational level, meaning uh, you'll be talking to your customers by way of conversation. You'll be talking to your teammates by way of conversation. You'll be talking to Kit to run your business by way of conversation. We are simply trying to get people back to running their business by using the most intuitive tool and interface possible, which is conversations. And when you phrase it like that, suddenly it becomes easy. Like it's easy to get intimidated or either intimidated by like, oh, here's all this tech, or in my case, get really wrapped up in, I want to play with the new toy. But the the reality is, is we're just, you're leveraging the most natural thing in the world here, which is conversation. And that's what's so cool about it. Really kind of drop that bar. Um, I, I really don't believe that there's anything more simplistic than a conversational interface. And I, I hope that no one who's listening to this feels overwhelmed about the idea of installing um, or downloading Ping and installing Apple Business Chat from inside of Ping. It's truly, we'll, we'll send over some screenshots. You can include them in your email. It's, it's ridiculously simplistic. So if I, if I want to get started with it, it's assuming I'm already a Shopify merchant, I download Ping from the App Store. And to your credit, Ping's been out uh, a little over a year and it has a 4.8 rating, five star 271 reviews. That is no easy task. We're really proud of the product that we built. We just came out with um, Ping 1.5. We've improved the customer conversations. We have a lot of heat we're working on right now. We have a bunch of product launches for Ping coming out between now and BFCM. Apple Business Chat being the very first big kind of announcement, but not the last announcement of the summer. And we are just going into this holiday season more equipped than ever get those questions answered that their customers are deeply seeking to have answered to give them the confidence to make that purchase. All right. I, 
I'm excited about it. I love it. And now I have to push back on you a little bit. So I've got, um, I, certainly I think people are going, the first thing people are going to yell is privacy, especially like when everyone had a six week long panic attack when GDPR happened. What are the, to someone who has privacy concerns, especially with like information sharing in chat, you're doing uh, conversations in chat. What would you say to them? I mean, I hear you. I'm a consumer as well. Um, I have my own concerns and issues with privacy. Sorry about that. I think what we're super excited about is that we've partnered with Apple. And Apple is really kind of setting the bar as it relates to privacy. Um, they don't even, I believe, they don't store the messages. They can't read the messages. It's basically entirely encrypted. Um, we are literally following their guidelines as it relates to privacy. Um, and that's just simply the best answer that I can give is that it, it essentially cannot get any more private. Um, we're not selling, uh, data. We're not in the business of selling data. We're not in the business of selling conversations. Um, we're not, uh, doing some of the crazy stuff that you hear about with Alexa in terms of just recording everything and reading everything and doing everything. That's just not the world that we're living in. Um, because we kind of all feel the same pinch and we feel very good about, um, the bar that we've put in place and the parameters we've put in place, um, with respect to the guidelines that Apple has set. Okay. So we're, so realistically, would you say this is, uh, the less the same or more secure than a traditional e-commerce transaction? Probably more, but somewhere between same and more. I mean, all all of our online transactions, I uh, like to believe with Shopify. I, I don't want to. You're right. I don't want to imply that like buying from Shopify is insecure. It's not. It, so I would say somewhere between just as secure because we obviously have a huge team that we invest in in Shopify out of Montreal that does a tremendous amount with fraud protection, privacy protection, all that kind of great stuff. Um, and I'm really proud of that team because as someone who grew up in small business owners and have had um, credit card transaction burns and all that kind of stuff, I'm really proud of the work that they're doing. So they set a very, very, very high bar, but obviously Apple Pay and Apple Business Chat and the relationship that we've established in Ping should give people a very high vote of confidence. If I want to get started with this right now, really, I just, I just download Ping and I'm good to go. Truthfully, if you wanted to get started with this right now, you download Ping and you're, you're good to go. Okay. So moving, looking forward and certainly... This has got to be one of your your talents, your superpowers, is being able to see the big picture, being able to think long term. What is the what's the future hold for us? You know, two years, five years, ten years down the line, um, in terms of e-commerce, how do you view it? What do you think is, is going to happen and change? What are you betting on? Well, I'm certainly betting my career on this. If I'm being candid, um, I, I see that there's two things, and one is there's only so much that an entrepreneur uniquely can do, right? And I think that what I'm trying to do is. Uh, give everyone the opportunity uh, to be an entrepreneur. And what, what do entrepreneurs actually, I think, care about at the end of the day are kind of three things. One is they, they typically really care about their brand. They care about the name of their business, the way that it feels, the way that it looks. They typically deeply care about their products and they should deeply care about their customers. That's what I want to empower people to do, to care about those three things. The other three parts of the business, figuring out how to optimize the store, figuring out how to uh, do the top of the funnel marketing and in some cases still rely on some of those safety nets. I do think that what people are massively under indexing on is some of the future challenges and horizons that Facebook will bring as that has been the main vehicle of customer acquisition and customer retention by way of email. I think that those two tools are going to change pretty drastically in the next two to three years. And we are betting on that. We are, we are making the investment to allow for people to continue to use those platforms. Um, but we're also making the hedge investment with understanding that there could be some pretty big change. 
with the things like kit and the sophistication, we've made an, a three-year investment that we don't really talk about a ton in terms of massively over-improving kit's intelligence. It doesn't look like it on the surface, but underneath, we've had a three-year-long project that we are really now starting to see the fruits of and, and seeing high multipliers in terms of things like dynamic product ads, uh, you know, the traditional kind of conversion rate, we're seeing sometimes a 2x higher multiple in performance. That investment that we've made in terms of helping people with their marketing, you know, the intelligence that we can apply to helping them run and manage their store should create the freedom to help them uniquely tell their story and take care of their customers. Everything that we are moving forward is understanding that a D2C, a small business, an entrepreneur's moat, their moat is the relationship with their customer. And that has not been widely discussed or optimized for uh, in the past. So many people have been focused on top of the funnel and customer acquisition. There's going to be a change in focusing on customer ownership, management, relationship building, so that in a world where Amazon's delivering packages in three hours, they can still compete. Yeah, absolutely. It's those relationships that will survive. Um, and so if that's the world we're headed into, how do we help our small business owners and budding entrepreneurs compete? I just read online, and we've talked about this for years, I just read online now that 10 million products on Amazon now can be delivered in the same day. You and I have been around this, this, this game for a long time. I remember when it got down to three-day. And that was pretty mind-blowing. Uh, Two-day was like, holy fuck. And then they started delivering on Sunday, where you're like, are you bending space-time? What is this magic? Do you have the patience today to wait five to seven days when you're ordering off of Amazon? The answer is no. I'm yeah, looking it's, it's like hearing you say, well, it takes a week to get it. That sounds absurd now. It sounds absurd now, right? And so if we, if we look down the horizons of time, why would somebody buy from an entrepreneur if they could buy on Amazon and get it within three to five hours? Because of the relationship. Because they know them because it makes them feel comfortable. Because of the relationship. So if every single entrepreneur, we give them that cheers moment where when you walk into their store, they know your name, where it feels personalized, where you feel like you care, where you feel like nothing matters more than your customer, then our entrepreneurs can compete with that three-hour logistics because people won't care about the three-hour logistics to get their fucking pair of jeans. They're willing to wait that seven days because Johnny, who's running the jean shop, knows who Kurt is, knows about Kurt's wife, will ask you the questions about how is Disneyland from the last conversation you had, and you want to give that person your business. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, it's like I am blessed at being able to work with and talk to so many different merchants. And so I now, like, and it comes up in conversations enough, now I have friends regularly message me, go, hey, dude, like, I'm the guy they go to ask for product recommendations because it's like, oh, like, Kurt knows somebody who will have something unique. Like, this literally happened last night. We had dinner at my in-laws, and we were talking about seasoning. And so it's, like, turned into a whole conversation about um, Tacticalories, this, like, just super cool brand in which I have a cabinet full of their spices that I'm, I don't even care what the price difference is, if there even is one, because I'm, like, so committed to the brand, the man behind it, and the product itself. And, so, like, that carries forward. Let's fast forward the tape a couple years. You're having that same conversation about those spices. Right now, you're pointing them back to their online store. Right? Are you giving them the name? They're going to Google. They're searching for that online store. Right. Now, I want you to think about when someone asks you for someone's personal contact information, you turn to your phone, you go to your contacts, and you share that contact by way of probably messages. Yes. So imagine a world where you go into your phone, and you've been speaking to that spice company on Apple Business Chat, and you essentially go into their profile, and you share that contact, and at the same moment at the dinner table, they your, your, your friends, your family are receiving that contact from you on messages, they can start talking to that business as well, and say that you're a referral. Oh, and then the, he would then say, oh, here's our, 
oh yeah, thanks, Kurt's great. Here's you know, here's his favorite uh, seasoning bundle, or here's like a couple of our top sellers, and they and it's a warm lead. Yeah, and you're a new customer. Here's ten percent off your first purchase, and then boom, they can go, oh cool, and just pay through Apple Pay without ever leaving the dinner table, without ever getting on Google, without ever getting on Facebook, without ever getting to online store. That conversation was able to happen in real time and checked out in conversation in real time. And that's going to have, there's no way that does not have a significantly higher conversion rate, like multiples. Ridiculous about right? Because Kurt, who is influential on the people around him, who's making a product recommendation, who's sending that person the direct access to have a conversation with that business in front of them. The person knows who you are because they're an entrepreneur and that's what people do. And they send over a discount code for Kurt Friend 10% off at the table. What I'm saying to you is the future is that 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 story, that example of discovery, it matters greatly. And I think that what people are underestimating on is that people, people are the best billboards and advertisements. Oh, for sure. Conversations in the physical form can easily now convert into the digital form. And that's the bet that we're making on the next two to three years is that people are going to have influence on discovery, uh, that conversations are going to have influence on purchases, and that the funnel of where you're acquiring, where you're retaining, and where you're relationship building is going to greatly change because the moat that you're establishing and the longevity that you're going to have with that individual and the LTV that they're going to bring to the, your business and the fact that you might be able to convert Kurt into being a salesperson for you. That's how we're going to compete. That's the future. So taking that to its logical extreme, Shopify has this hub and spoke model. Online store is just one of the spokes. Will we start? Do we even need stores for some of these brands? Will some of them just be a social media presence and chat? Maybe. I think that that's a very real possibility. I think that what we've done very well is understanding that customers have preferences and customers live everywhere. I think that we have made a huge investment in retail because some people love buying at their farmer's market or love buying from their pop-up or love buying from their local merchant. And we want to be omni-channel as possible so that that person has the opportunity to sell it to the customer in front of them, to sell at you know through a screen at one to you know many um, through their online store. And we will continue to invest in that because we know that it's incredibly important for the foreseeable future. And then there's going to be this new armed extension of their business, which is one-to-one at infinity being the ultimate relationship orchestrator and allowing for them to have these deep-rooted relationships in a more scalable way. I think that there's a higher common link between retail and conversational commerce. I just think that those two are digital and physical versions of each other. I'm excited. I'm genuinely excited about the future. That's why I love talking about MP and uh, largely other Shopify execs is you really get the sense of like, man, you're living in the. You think you're living in the future now. Just wait two years, three years, five years. It is going to be wild. It's going to be super wild. I'm actually following up with this call. Uh, I'm going to have. I'm going to reach out to you and get you early beta access to uh, Apple Business Chat and, and Ping and stuff. And you can go ahead and play with it for yourself. And you'll see in the very early experiences, you're going to connect some dots and you're going to say, "Fuck!" Like, I, <laughs> you're going to just be like, "This is this is nuts." Because even in a played example. You can let four or five days go by and just message yourself again. And it just feels like you feel like you're friends with the business. It's just so weird. It just like, you just literally feel like you have this relationship like instantaneously that we've never experienced in commerce before. And I, I'm really excited. I really think that this is, this is going to be a huge deal. I think we'll look back on this conversation. Uh, and I just really think that this is going to be a pivotal moment for, uh, for entrepreneurs to, to, to widen that moat. 
I have faith. I hope so. What? Where could people go to learn more about Apple Business Chat, Shopify Ping, etc.? Yeah, so of course, Shopify.com slash ping. Uh, there's tons of information there, uh, both about uh, ping, the integrations with Messenger and Apple Business Chat. There's information there about working with Kit. Um, you, of course, can do Shopify.com slash Kit as well. There's information there about working with Kit. And then, of course, the, uh, the App Store listing um, has all the information about um, Apple. Well, not all the information, but, you know, some key points about uh, using Shopify ping and using Apple Business Chat as well. Um, and then I'm sure hopefully we'll have some sort of information floating around by way of email and other things like that. And of course, it goes out being said, anyone can email me directly, mp at shopify.com. And I'm happy to answer any questions they have, troubleshoot any problems that they might face, or just as a whole, talk about the future of commerce and, and the, the world I'm hoping we play in it. That's phenomenal. Uh, I will not include your email address in the show notes. I don't want to explode your inbox. Um, but certainly, I think people should take you up on that offer. Uh, and lastly, where could people go to learn more about MP? <laughs> I, I Twitter? Guess- yeah, Twitter's probably the best. My ha- my Twitter handle is at Michael Perry. I talk about a lot of Shopify stuff, a lot of commerce-related stuff, sometimes the future, a lot of watches, but I'm always happy to engage and connect with people. And um, and I, my email, I, I'm not going to give you my phone number because I've done that before and that has been a, that was a huge fucking mistake. But <laughs> oh, people, can, people can email me for sure and I'm always happy to kind of try to connect and answer questions. Very cool. Okay, this has been fantastic. Thank you for your time. Uh, I, I'm excited. I got to play with it. I'm super. I'm super appreciative of your time. And uh, just on like a final note, I do want to uh, thank you for all that you do for the Shopify community. It's been a blessing to be kind of on your horizons over the last four or five years. And um, I, I, you just do a lot for us. And I just know on behalf of all of Shopify, we are super grateful for your involvement in uh, in commerce and the the role that you're playing in our ecosystem. Well, thank you. I appreciate that. That means a lot to me. Absolutely. The unofficial Shopify podcast is distributed by EtherCycle LLC. We'll be back next week with more value bombs for Shopify store owners. If you're looking for more high quality and actionable advice on learning the business of e-commerce, join thousands of other Shopify store owners on our totally free newsletter at eCommerce Bootcamp. That's eCommerce-Bootcamp.com.